The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shab LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how the best in the business run their marketing events. Joining us for Event Management Week is Drea Hudson, who is the Senior Marketing Manager of Global Events at HubSpot, which is a CRM platform that provides software and support to help businesses that want to grow better. The HubSpot platform includes marketing, sales, service, and website management products that start free and scale up to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. And in addition to being our guest for this week of content, HubSpot is also a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. So far this week, Dre and I have talked about how to figure out what your event value prop should be, how to understand how to develop your audience, and figure out what your event marketing mix should be. Basically, how do you put butts in seats? And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about what content you should have at your conference, including how do you work in audio and other multimedia into your digital events. All right, here's the fourth installment of Event Management Week with Drea Hudson from HubSpot. Drea, welcome back to Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. Benjamin, I can't believe we're already at episode four. It's Thursday now for everybody that's listening at home. You probably already knew that if you're listening in real time. And uh, we've covered a lot of ground. How do you figure out what your event is? Who are your customers? How are you getting them there? And then you got to sing and dance. You got to present something that actually provides value. So when you think about putting your content together, when you think about you know who's going to be speaking, what you want them to be saying, what format it's going to be, what's the strategy in actually executing an event that people get value out of? There are a lot of moving parts when it comes to an event, the size of inbound. And I'm sure all events of all sizes have a ton of moving parts. But for our team specifically, we have team members who are dedicated to the content side of inbound, which means anything related to the speaker. So that's Kai, who you spoke to earlier on the spotlight side of the house, and also some team members who handle the breakout speaker content. Then we have the sponsorship team, right? And the sponsorship team, they work really closely with a bunch of incredible brands and companies who end up becoming inbound partners and at times can also present us with ideas and opportunities to produce completely new segments that we didn't think of before. And then you do have the tracks that we always need to make sure that we're following. So 
Inbound is known for its educational value. And the tracks that we're hosting this year are marketing, sales, customer success, and revenue operations. That means that everything that you'll see on the inbound agenda when it comes to breakout content will specifically fall into one of those key buckets that I've just mentioned. Outside of those key buckets, though, we did come up with a few really cool ideas for differentiated content that I think makes our event a little more unique than others out there. What I'm hearing here is there's segmentation because you understand who your audience is and they have different needs. Using inbound as the example, some people are there for marketing, some people there for revenue ops, some people are there for sales. Let's give them all tracks and allow people to bounce back and forth. There's always that notion of conference management when you're an attendee of like, I want to hit up this track, then I'm going to be tired, so I'm going to go get the coffee bar. I'm going to go try to find a quiet space, get some Wi-Fi, get my laptops and my emails done. I want to see this speaker. Now it's time to go get a drink with you know a strategic partner. Man, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to go back to the hotel and rest, and then I'm going to be ready for dinner. How do you facilitate people being able to have a pleasant content experience and pace themselves when there is so much to do and so much to learn at all these conferences? One of the things that we're really excited about this year, which we did last year as well, but I think we've improved the experiences with the Powerhouse Pass, which is the paid pass at Inbound, your ticket actually gets you access to on-demand content for up to a year after the event. What I love about that is it's almost the opposite of what you're used to at these types of events, right? It's like you don't have to worry about bouncing around from 30 virtual selling trends in 30 minutes to RevOps and Moneyball to making the big switch. You can actually focus on the session that you want to be paying attention to during the live event. And if you miss something, you can go back and watch it on your own time. If you don't have that powerhouse pass, though, that's okay. With the starter pass, you can see all of the spotlight content anytime you want. You might miss some people, but the best bet there to manage that is probably the powerhouse pass. The agenda itself, though, is definitely built for optimization. So we're definitely not squeezing 250 speakers in for the digital event, right? Maybe that worked well for the in-person event. But if we look at the numbers and we see how long someone actually sat in a breakout session, how many sessions a single person actually attended, you really start to think about, okay, how many sessions do we truly need for people to actually enjoy this? So this will be the first year that we'll have about 100 breakout sessions versus 250. And I think that that's also going to be a huge, huge benefit to anybody who's attending this year. You know, that's funny. I would think that it would be easier to have more breakout sessions when it's digital because people can pop in, see if they like the speaker. They don't actually have to physically get up out of a room, have the speaker see them walk away. It's a little bit nameless and faceless. When you think about the difference between the digital and the in-person event, other than, you know, you have the ability to pop in and out of content and consume what you want, and you can obviously consume it on demand if you're using the powerhouse pass, what are the other differences in terms of the formats of the show? What have you learned about actually running a digital event since last year? We learned that the inbound debate where you've got a couple of breakout speakers debating a specific topic performs really, really well. It's almost like reality TV in a way, right? Like you're asking someone whether B2B or B2C marketing actually make a difference and you two very capable people arguing their points and then you have the audience chiming in, which is also really fun. We've learned that building in breaks is extremely important for people. They're going to take breaks anyway, so you might as well build them in. 
We've also learned that meetups are extremely beneficial and helpful. I think in episode five, we're going to be speaking with someone who's done an incredible job of really kind of building out a community for Inbound. And when we think about all of the people that you bump elbows with at an in-person event, we're not looking to create that same exact experience because there's no way that we can, but we are looking to simulate a digital environment that does give you the opportunity to schedule some one-on-one time to meet up with Benjamin Shapiro to hear about how incredible his MarTech podcast is. You have to clarify which Ben Shapiro you're talking about when it comes to podcasters, but I, I appreciate that you threw in the MarTech podcast there. I think that there's two experiences that are something that we've all faced going to conference. One is, how do I network? How do I find people that I'm going to have business contacts? And it seems like a lot of that is just random happen circumstance. You know, I'm going to this conference. I know there are going to be good leads and professional contacts that I could bump into. I'm just going to say hi to everybody and hand out business cards and try to meet as many people as I can and hope one of them is important as opposed to having a targeted approach. Talk to me about networking in the digital environment. How do you actually make contacts and meet the right people? If anyone listening has tuned into Inbound uh, Digital in the past, and you may know that one of the fun things about the platform is that you do get your own avatar. And you should know that we've got some new outfits for the avatars this year. So that's really exciting. Aside from that, though, once you're building that avatar, you get to build your profile. Within that profile, you can put your title in and the company that you're working for then. So it does make networking a bit easier. You know, if you're somebody who's really looking to connect with key decision makers, you can actually look for people who are the key decision makers at the event and connect with them one-on-one. There are also scheduled meetups for different tracks and different conversations. And so those meetups are highlighted in the agenda. If you go to the inbound.com backslash 2021 agenda and you just tap meetup, there are quite a few meetups. There's a meetup for marketers to discuss ROI. There's meetups for HubSpot solutions partners. There's meetups for sales reps and managers. There are just a bunch of opportunities for you to connect in a way that's almost already set up for you. There's also an experience where you can basically kind of go down this digital hallway and there are a bunch of other people in that hallway and then you end up at a lounge and you can kind of start conversations that way as well. So there are a few different ways that you can network at Inbound 2021. Is there a digital bartender to stop you from digitally drinking too much at a conference? Because that's always been a problem that I've seen, just not necessarily speaking from personal experience. But We're going to have to add that to the inbound 2022 strategy deck. I like that one. Yeah, you should digitally cut me off after three drinks. <laughs> I guess the other question for you is, obviously, networking is important. But in a conference, I mentioned before, you get to pace yourself. You can bounce around from event to event and networking. And it's like, it can be physically overwhelming, running around going to the conference, paying attention, trying to meet people, putting your best foot forward constantly. How is HubSpot and how's the inbound team trying to stop people from just absolutely being overwhelmed with the amount of learning and content consumption they're going to be going through in a three-day event? I think our email communications leading up to the event will have pretty clear instructions on what to know before you go and kind of how to not burn out at inbound 2021. I think it's really, really important to have that because for first-timers going to Inbound, it's essentially a guide for them. And then for people who have been to the Inbound in person but haven't been to the digital Inbound, it's a great introduction to how to leverage the platform to your advantage. And then for people who came last year, they probably already have a leg up. I also think one of the really cool things about the digital event is your camera is not required, right? Like you do not have to have your camera on when you're listening to 
David Chang speaking or Judith Human speaking. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. Because it's a digital event, you can actually stream whatever session you want to see on your larger screen, right? Grab some snacks, grab a drink, watch the session, learn a little something. I think it's just a really unique way to learn and a really unique way to experience an event of this size. One of the things that I was excited about in terms of my partnership with HubSpot and how they're obviously helping support the inbound conferences, integrating audio into the conference. Talk to me about why different types of media, including audio, are relevant when you're at a conference. I've probably mentioned it in every episode, so I know the redundancy is there, but I think the past year and a half has really tested our patience when it comes to having to constantly be on, especially when it's having to be on camera. Some people are sitting in eight to 10 camera-centric meetings per day. That can cause pretty significant burnout. Providing an audio-only experience for some segments of this agenda are really going to give people that break that they need but still provide them an opportunity to learn and connect with some of the incredible podcasts in the HubSpot Podcast Network. So we're working with four really incredible podcasts in the network. Each of those podcasts in the network will have an exclusive inbound episode. So it won't be aired anywhere else until inbound after inbound, kind of fair game. But we're really excited about that. It's a great way to really share the fact that We believe in audio. We're excited about it. You know, Alana Joseph of HubSpot has done an incredible job leading that HubSpot podcast network launch. So it's been incredible to work with her. I mean, I think one of the coolest things about working at HubSpot is really just the brilliant minds that you get to interact and collaborate with. I just really like the idea for the episode that I did. I don't know if I'm allowed to spill the beans or not, but I'm going to. I interviewed one of the heads of marketing from Howard University talking about why Black voices matter to marketers. And the idea for creating the content in this format, essentially it was a podcast specifically for the inbound conference, but it was meant to be a break from the not necessarily active learning, but the, you know, in front of the camera engagement, something that you can, you know, put on your headphones, walk around for about a half an hour take a breather, still be engaged, still be in the conference. But we tried to do something that was specific for inbound that would be relevant for the greater context of the world that we live in, but not just hardcore, like here's how you optimize your CRM. I I think it's a great way to leverage different types of media to keep people involved and in the event. And I imagine that that's a big challenge for you is when people are signing in digitally, great, I signed up for the past, I might've even paid for it, But when the conference shows up, you know, how much content am I going to consume if I'm just sitting there on my couch with my laptop? How do you keep people involved and keep people engaged throughout the days? You do everything that you can, right? You kind of give them an opportunity to build out an agenda that suits their life best. You, ahead of the event, provide options for curated agendas based on what they like or based on their profiles. And then you just see what happens. I think one of the things that you can't do is kind of force the fun on people. You can communicate to them all of the incredible things that they're going to experience in the event based on the agenda. You can share the times of the breaks. You can share the times of the podcast. You can highlight who the great speakers are. At the end of the day, people are going to do what's best for them. But we've seen pretty incredible engagement with this digital event. And I think part of that does have to do with the fact that there are people behind this experience. There are actually human beings producing this on a daily basis year round. So 
everything that we're doing and we're building, we are building with the human condition in mind. And we are also all working remotely. And so when you think of that and you log in and you start to engage with the platform, you really just start to see the very differently and you want to learn more and you want to engage and you want to click around. So yeah, how to get people to engage, communicate clearly what the benefits are ahead of the event, communicate clearly what the benefits are during the event and make sure that you're checking the numbers and pivoting as needed. All right. And that wraps up this episode of Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Drea Hudson, Senior Marketing Manager of Global Events at HubSpot. If you'd like to hear more of Drea and HubSpot's tips for running an effective marketing event, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning when we discuss diversity and inclusion and how that relates to your events. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Drea, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit HubSpot's event page, which is inbound.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, or you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.